Hello and welcome to another edition of Wander and Muse. I'm Heather Wolpern, your host, and today my guest is Jennifer Richard. Hello, Jennifer. Hi, Heather. <laughs> and she's visiting today from Santa Rita Lodge in Madeira Canyon. Uh, is it an hour from uh, Tucson? Is it? Depending what part of Tucson you can, the south, the southern end, you can get there in about forty-five minutes. Yeah. But you know, kind of hard of Tucson, you want to plan about an hour. So go ahead and first start by just telling people what you're doing at this moment in time. I came into the picture, um, into the Santa Rita Lodge picture uh, a few years ago. My husband Steve's family has owned the lodge for gosh, seventeen. Oh, that no, long. Coming, yeah, it'll be. Yeah, about 17 years. Oh, I had no idea. It's um, been that long. Yeah, awesome. he's taken it over and been at the helm for a little over 10 years. So 11, 11 right. or 12 years. He's been uh, the main man on the scene there. Right. But I came into the picture just a few years ago and I'm still kind of sorting out what my title is as, right, exactly. as many small business and entrepreneur uh -huh. people do because you wear so many hats definitely um my my work is massage therapy and yoga so right. i i guess i had the concept of creating a wellness suite or mm -hmm. a wellness um center of sorts at the lodge which is primarily a birding lodge and exactly. it's it's in the heart of coronado national forest mm -hmm. it's um in an amazing setting it is. and it's in the corridor of a migratory corridor for so many birds we get over 250 birds a year different species of birds a year through That's that amazing. that canyon even that in and of itself is, is a podcast i, mean, I know all those different you'll, birds. you'll have to have steve back for that for that side of things yeah but since that is not my forte mm -hmm. um I, I thought it might be a nice way to bring new people to the lodge, to the lodge and to the canyon in Definitely. general, uh, just in, or birders as well, just exactly. another layer of, um, or another option of ways that people can enjoy being in nature and Definitely. enjoy the national forest and give more options and amenities um, for people to experience while exactly. they're there and experience the healing power of, of nature. So, Definitely. Um, so I created a wellness suite. We converted a um, guest room into mm -hmm. a massage studio, and it's also kind of a center of command for me of of um, to create yoga events, wellness exactly. events, retreats, things like that. So that all kind of morphed it from this little right. massage studio. So I started with the massage. We started doing massage a few days a week up there. Uh, then then that evolved to well let's bring yoga to the canyon and it's outdoor so it's kind of a wilderness experience we do right. the yoga um, in outdoor spaces there in the canyon on the property uh, now we are building a yurt so wow. we'll have the option of doing things indoors when weather is not so uh, pleasant to be outside. but a yurt really is the best of both worlds because you're already you feel like you're in nature still because it's not that much of a barrier yet you do have that protection from the elements a bit more. Yeah. So absolutely. what diameter is this yurt? It's 30 feet diameter. So yurt. it's as big as we could um, have made at That's this point fantastic. in time. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's, I mean, yurts historically or traditionally have been used by nomadic cultures mm -hmm. around the world yep. and you pack them up and take right, them with you exactly. and they're semi-permanent. So the nice thing is that it's not going to disturb um, 
permanently impact the landscape there that's or the point. land. So, you know, when the Santa Rita Lodge is done with it, or if we're, you know, right. we have different plans or the Forest Service has different plans exactly. for that land, um, it can be removed without too much trauma um, or change of the footprint of the land. So it has a very natural feel to it. Mm -hmm. It kind of blends with the natural environment. You, even when you're in it, you're going to feel like you're having an outdoor experience. Exactly. You can stay warm and dry. <laughs> exactly. And then I'm just a fan too of how the year is circular and how you when you're circles. doing, I do love circles. I love all sorts of shapes. <laughs> but what I like about circles, especially if you're doing say a retreat where you have everyone gathered in the circle, I feel like it really increases the sense of community among each other. I mean, when you go out to dinner and you're at a circular table, the conversation goes so much better than when you're at a long, skinny, rectangular yes. table. And these people at that end aren't even hearing what these people are talking about. So I, I like the idea that you are kind of having the circular with your retreat. So talk a little bit more yeah. about your retreats, because I know you started by having, you know, a, a day of yoga or that sort of thing. But now your ideas are growing quite a bit. So talk about what's next. Yeah, well, yeah, it began um, kind of with the inception of the wellness suite and my taking on a more of a role in um, the business and, and in my own way. We started with occasionally having a specialty yoga class outdoors, right. like a New Year's Day mm -hmm. or a Valentine's or, mm -hmm. you know, just Earth sure. Day, things like that. Exactly. We just uh, special yoga events. Uh -huh. And then about this will be our third year. So three years ago the concept or idea of having a weekend long retreat was you just you leave not only you're spending this time in nature which is so healing and yes. profound in and of itself but the right. connection that these women make i mean often yes most women some women come alone but some are coming with a friend or a group sure. of friends mm -hmm. and so there's that side of it you know that's super fun mm -hmm. but these women are connecting with people they've never met before and opening up in such a vulnerable and real way and right. they're just beca becoming so authentic in what they share and how they support each other. And it, it has been life-changing for me as a facilitator right. to watch that happen. And that's what that's keeps really me going powerful. and makes me want to like, Hey, what are we doing for the next one? Yeah. You know, and it's been really, really and that's powerful, and right? Powerful. Yeah. That you've created this, that people are really enjoying. And then the word of mouth from that, I think, will help quite a bit too. Just when people say, I had this amazing weekend yeah. at Santa Rita Lodge, yeah. you should do the next one. That's amazing. And so now you've been really focused on your work at the Santa Rita Lodge with your massage and your yoga and now these new wellness retreats. But let's go back because you have been a massage therapist and a yoga instructor for quite some time, right? So talk a little bit about like how that all began and when you knew like, wow, this is actually a career I want to pursue yeah. and tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. Well, my whole life, and I think most, uh, many people's is uh, just a, a culmination. Yeah, of experiences everything just builds on the previous thing. You yes. know, I certainly didn't I'm not one of those that had a grand design or an ultimate goal that I was trying to right. get to uh -huh. uh, career-wise. Mm -hmm. You know, I started as a young mom and I had little kids. And, right. Um, that was my, your focus. <laughs> yeah, my, going into my undergrad degree right after high school, my focus was 
more creative. I, I studied writing uh-huh. and journalism and art, and those were things I really cared about and right. thought uh, would sustain me down the road. And exactly. they do. I mean, they do. You, know, you but use I it all now. Absolutely. You write and, the newsletter. For yeah, newsletter, social media, email yeah. campaigns, thing like, things like that. Sure. So I am tapping back into dusting off the old degree a little exactly. bit, I guess. But As you should. My fitness background. So along with the undergrad writing communications, as a part-time job all through college, I taught fitness classes in okay. gyms and health clubs and country oh, clubs and things that. like yeah, okay. yeah. Is and that was so fun. But that was sure. that was the side gig. You sure, know, that, sure. But over the years, I did it when my kids were little. Yeah. It was easy, an easy little you know um, way to make money, part-time thing to do yeah. and keep me out of the house for a couple hours and right. other adults. <laughs> uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> that important. stage of life that's yeah. so important. So that's something that I found a lot of joy in and a lot of it was fun and mm-hmm. I felt good at it. I was super interested in the body and how it moves and sure. how muscles work and how everything's connected and and how the body can heal itself and you can condition it, you know, with intentional movement. Right. So that's that was a continuing thread all through my ad- young adulthood when I started to figure out my next chapter when the kids moved on I I first went through a yoga teacher training because uh, yoga was something that I had I'd only been practicing a couple years at that time okay. as a personal practice mm-hmm. and was finding so much healing and um, growth in that that I decided to take the teacher training and that was about 12 years ago that okay. I that I started teaching yoga right, right and it was through teaching yoga and assisting in my teacher's retreats mm-hmm. and doing uh, more work that way and teaching classes and touching people right. you know, and assisting them in poses and right. helping them feel things a certain way just by putting my hands on them right right and just the amount that you can communicate through touch mm-hmm. was really resonated with me like it it hit me deep and I thought I'd like to do something with the physical body as far as moving forward in in my next career so that led me to massage I loved it from day one after my little panic attack before my first day of school massage school I I was like (laughs) oh my gosh yeah because I hadn't been in a formal learning environment yeah a long time and I I (laughs) questioned can I still learn? Yes, of course, of <laughs> and course. I I can, yeah. turns out. <laughs> yeah. And so often too, when you have that fear of like, what am I doing? When, yeah. when regardless of what that is, once you take that first step, like open yeah. the door and sit down in the classroom or yeah. send the letter or whatever, then you know, it just kind of goes away. So it's oh, just sure. a matter of like feeling the fear, but do it anyway. <laughs> take that step off the yeah, ledge and, exactly. and trust there's going to be something there to catch you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I speaking didn't... of being caught though, talk about a little bit about, you know, support you've had along the way. Have your kids always been like, yeah, mom, you would be a great massage therapist or you would be an amazing yoga teacher. Yeah. Or I was it more if... adults in your life or? The kids definitely, they, it was more, they liked being the practice bodies at there home. You go, there I you go, there you go. with a new technique that I needed to practice for school and for my training uh I have them pop up on the table and they're like man this is the best decision you ever made <laughs> exactly <laughs> so that was that was have you thought about becoming a chef now yeah. Mom? <laughs> yeah so I, I did get some validation that way and that that felt good uh, but yeah I mean my friends 
in family were incredibly supportive yeah. and always willing also to be a practice body. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> but I have so many um, amazingly capable and creative and um, people in my life that you, you just, you need that. You can't, mm -hmm. I mean, you can, there's so many people that I think feel alone and yet do amazing things. Sure. And, and, but at some point along the way, they collect a tribe, you know, mm -hmm. and I just feel like that's so important. Yes. Yeah, tribes nice are really system. important, but yeah, I, I've certainly, I had teachers in massage school that really helped a lot. My a teacher post massage school that is super close to my heart taught me, um, Fashiatsu massage, which mm -hmm. is my main focus in my massage practice okay. now. Talk about it's that. a massage that you do with your feet. Oh, right. Instead of your hands. Uh -huh. And it's it's an incredible deep tissue massage, but it it compresses and stretches the tissue in a different way than your hands can do. Right. And explain and, to the listeners that you're actually holding on to bars that are attached to the ceiling. So correct. it's not like your entire weight is always exactly. on the There's, person. It's, it's not all or nothing. I right, have right. A, much more control than you might think. I'm not walking on you. I'm not right. standing on you with both feet. One foot is my working foot. My other foot is my standing or stabilizing right. foot. I can leverage my weight by leaning in or out to create more right. or less pressure. There's I mean, you can really get in you there. You can with really like get in, and you can or... really get these long gliding strokes with oh, your right. feet too, because your legs are longer and stronger than your arms. That's right. And That's right. The stretch through the spine or through the the muscles surrounding right. the spine, supporting the spine, is incredible. The stretch and length that you can create right. on the legs, and I anyway, I could go on and on. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's, no, that's it's, fantastic. If you haven't. I did. I definitely and say the it. name and of it again. It's Ashiatsu. Ashiatsu. It's, yeah. Some people are a little turned off or intimidated because of these fears that it's going to be too much. Right. But almost everyone that I've ever had that has tried it for the first time won't go back to hands. Wow. Yeah. That says a lot. <laughs> yeah. That says a lot. And, and it's it, something I'm not that familiar with. I mean, I know of it, but are there fewer pr practitioners? Yeah, it's definitely a smaller mm -hmm. um, pool of right. us that do it. Right, right. Tucson actually has more than other places. Uh -huh. And I think largely because of the work that Brenda Blakesley and Southwest Ashiatsu oh, Massage okay. And Bodywork Academy has done because she's local to Tucson. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and did you learn from her? Yes. Oh, fantastic. And okay. Yeah, I've worked very closely with her over the last ten years since she's taught me and she's mentored me. And oh, she's, good. It's it's. I'm very grateful for her. Yeah, for right. sure. But, That's fantastic. Yeah, and my yoga teachers that have just shown me the limitless possibility and potential of of yoga on your body and your mind and spirit right you know, it, it helped me just become a much more well-rounded and grounded oh, okay. person dealing you know to deal with yeah, the right trials of life right <laughs> now how is it are you do you have such a good practice and habit with your yoga that you are doing it daily or are there times where days pass or yeah. you know how do you stay kind of on that good path and motivated and I'm just like anybody else. Yeah. It, it, it ebbs comes and flows. And goes, yeah. You know, I'm on a good uh, flow right now where I am good. doing some some type of a practice daily, whether right. it's 10 or 15 minutes right before bed or if it's a okay. full, more vigorous practice in the morning. Uh, I am on a, <laughs> but I'm probably gearing up for the retreat. 
<laughs> right, exactly. You know, you just, yeah. it helps me to just get in the get really get into the mindset of, mm-hmm. of that that weekend and get in a good space for it. But yeah, there's certainly times when I'm doing less of it and more right. of something else, more hiking or more. You sure, know, and something. that's good to probably mix it up a little bit, though. Anyway, yeah. just like, I don't know, use different muscles. Or yeah, <laughs> but the beautiful thing is your mat never judges you if it's been a while. That's and it's the best. Happy it just to have says, you welcome back. back. Have a seat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's fantastic. And so, do you have some tips for people where maybe they used to do yoga a year ago and they just haven't gotten back into it or they used to get massages once a month and now it's been a long time and like what what you know words of wisdom do you have oh, to share with people just about how to treat their bodies well yeah well i i think i mean you just have to do it right, right. you know like, i can't i can't <laughs> get your butt twist your here. arm and force you to do it but most people who have had some level of a regularity with yoga or massage or uh-huh. whatever wellness practice it is and you you get away from it, you drift away from it for one reason or another. The validation and the confirmation is in the doing. So mm-hmm. regardless of how much time has passed, just, you know, get get on your mat or call your therapist and make that appointment because as soon as you get back on the table, get back on the mat, get back on your meditation pillow, whatever it mm-hmm. is, everyone I've talked to who've either returned to their practice after a long time or gotten on a massage table after a long period right. of time it's it's universally the same it's like why did i wait so long i know you know there's you might there's maybe things in your life that you do and you regret having done it but i guarantee you those things you put it off you put it off i don't have time make the excuses of why this isn't happening for yourself right but once you take the step and do it you'll you there's never a regret exactly and then what only benefit maybe what about a listener who is either considering becoming a massage therapist or considering becoming a yoga instructor do you have anything to share with them for anyone considering anything like if it's something you have a little um returning interest like it just keeps Mm -hmm. popping up in your Mm -hmm. head or right and you kick the can down the road or you (laughs) brush it aside as like not important or I don't have time. I'll do it later. I'll do this. Whatever it is, whether it's a personal or professional endeavor or experience that you have an interest in doing, my advice is don't wait. Right. Like don't put it off. There's, you're never going to have all your ducks in a row. It's never going to be the right time. You're never going to feel like you have the right, preparation or skills or if you just start you just take that first step exactly the right people and the right experiences just start showing up in your life to light the way it's true yeah it's true just stay open to it and follow through with yeah we, what your we, passion is about and go for it yeah, yeah our only limitations are our own selves you know it's we true. we create the biggest barriers it's not external right we, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> so repeat all the information about your retreat again with how to how people to, can sign up for it when it is a little bit more about it again, just to recap that. And then uh, you can share whatever else you'd like to share before we sign off. Okay. So wellness and wilderness retreat for women. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of W's <laughs> <laughs> on the blog, blog, blog. It's shortened and condensed to just the retreat. Okay. <laughs> because it's the premier event that we've 
hosted thus far the last couple of years. So the retreat, more information can be found or learned by emailing Santa Rita Lodge at birds at Santa Rita Lodge.com. And myself or another staff member will get back to you and answer any questions you have. You can also call the main line of the Santa Rita Lodge to have questions answered or to register. Okay. And it's November? It's November 3rd through 5th. We start in the afternoon on Friday and we wrap up late morning around 11 on Sunday. Okay. I think that sounds perfect. Yeah. it's, it's, It's enough time to give you a sense of being away exactly. and where you can kind of let go of, of where you've left, where you've been, uh, embrace where you are, but not so long that it's impossible to make fit into your life. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone deserves a little weekend getaway, right? Yes. And even if for whatever reason you can't make the upcoming retreat, then definitely head over to SantaRitaLodge.com, find out more about Taking time for hiking and photography, mm-hmm. and you can Birding. even sign up for the <laughs> newsletter. Yes, yeah, so you can sign up for our newsletter uh, through the website. Uh, you can contact us via email through the website. And if you're interested in future events, because now that we're building the year, we're planning a lot more for the upcoming year a lot more day long events or just specialty classes or lectures. It's also going to be available for other groups to rent for their own events and their own classes or things they'd like to host Uh so all of those things um if you'd like to be on an email list with a current uh, information Mm -hmm. as it as it comes about we send out emails to our wellness email list if you'd like to be a part of that then email us your contact information your email and we'll make sure that you are in the know all year long and that's birds at santaritalodge.com you got it birds is plural Yes. Birds at Santa Rita Lodge.com. Yes. <laughs> email.com. Um, okay, fantastic. Anything else you'd like to share before we wrap it up? Well, thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah, yeah always good is, talking to you. This is really fun and a nice way to, to share kind of the newest, the, the newest and latest right. stuff because it is a real new evolution of Santa Rita Lodge. We're not changing anything. So anybody who's a, a fan of Santa Rita exactly. Lodge. And It'll still look the yeah, same. It's everything that you love about it is still there and we right, still right. offer it. We're just, you know, adding a little frosting to, Definitely. to, to you know, change yeah. the flavor a little bit. It's such a beautiful area. It really is. And I love sitting there where you have all the bird feeders and I mean, hundreds of humming, hummingbirds yeah. come by and other birds as well. And uh, even the trogon that's gotten a lot of press lately, that can be spotted here and there. And the wild turkeys are always a fun surprise. Oh, yeah. So it's just Quaddies, a gorgeous. Yeah. Tail. Right. And, you know, at the retreat, you're you're going to see all that stuff, too. So, yeah, yeah. it's a beautiful. It doesn't just, it's not just about yoga. And, exactly. I mean, we've got, well, we have sound healing and meditation. All that stuff's going right. to be wrapped up into the weekend. But we hike and we. Yeah. We eat our meals outside and we have that a bonfire lovely. party. Right. And yeah. So we've had, we see on our hikes, we've seen deer and Cotamunde. Nice. And we had a family of raccoon that were trying to get in on our buffet dinner <laughs> one night. So They're smart. Yeah. So it's fun. And it's, you don't have to be a yoga expert. All levels are absolutely welcome. Absolutely not. And Everyone we, goes on, at their own pace. A hundred percent. That's fantastic. Yeah, well, great. It's more about communing and connecting and 
and uh, being in nature and being with other awesome women and yeah definitely and then down the road it'll be open to men as well just this one in particular this one in particular women, is is only women always. but we do hope to host some co-ed stuff too Perfect. yeah that sounds great yeah. well thank you so much for your thank time you. and thanks so much for everyone who listened today and head over to wanderandmuse.world to check out some of the other podcasts i've had going on and some other events i've been helping to promote thanks so much for listening 